Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. down to dunk and I'm down to dunk I'm down to dunk this is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk I'm Shea Gilders Alexander and I'm down to dunk this is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk this is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk this is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk this is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk you say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. Good evening and welcome to episode one, two, nine, five, down, two, dunk. I am Luke. Join this evening by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam throw. And Jay. It's Jay. Just over here yelling at my dog, just making the weirdest noises ever, <laughs> right as I'm about to start. <laughs> oh. What are you doing? Hey, you know what? The Thunder won a game tonight. It actually happened. Yippee! They got literally every bit of external help possible to make this happen. Uh, it's it's funny the way that teams have to report injuries now, because the Jazz decided earlier today, hey, we want to sit Taylor Horton Tucker for this game, and so the only way to make this happen is we're gonna say he has ankle soreness and that he's probable. And they reported that this afternoon, and then later questionable, and then they're like, okay, he's out. Um, so you have to like go through those protocols, but it was just funny because he wasn't on the injury report this morning, and then you see him there this afternoon as probable, and you're like, okay, like we've seen this movie before, we know what's going to happen here. So uh, the Thunder win, and really a team effort tonight. They win one fourteen to ninety eight, and no nobody was the real shining star. I didn't think. I think Shea gave it all he had. He physically didn't quite look right to me uh if i were to give a shining star to anybody it'd be aaron wiggins i thought wiggs was amazing tonight 15 four and three three steals i thought he was great yeah wiggins i thought dario Saric played some really important minutes especially there in the uh fourth quarter when they started going to um jazz went to a, at least from what i i missed most of the it's a long story but missed most of the first half and in the second half, at least in the fourth quarter, the Jazz went to a zone, and, and the yeah. Thunder did really well against it. And, and I thought Sarge was a big part of that, being able to run high post, especially when Giddy wasn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought that was impressive. And then you know, they just handled business. It's exactly what they should have. Like I know that Taylor Horton Tucker was not playing, but I don't, I'm not 
I don't think that would have probably affected or impacted the way that the Thunder would have pulled this out. It would obviously made it a little tighter in different moments. And the Thunder made it scary in the first half and in a part of the third quarter. You know, I turned it on. The first time I got to turn it on, they're on by double they're up by double digits in the first half. And the next thing you know, the Jazz go on this run and it was the zone the first in the first half that they yeah, just so that's like, what it was too. Yeah, like I said, I missed most of it. it. They went on a fourteen to two run to end the first half because the Thunder were up pretty comfortably and you're like okay yeah like maybe they'll just like sail their way to this victory and we don't have to have any stress about it and then they implemented this zone and they couldn't stop scoring and the thunder just could not figure out the zone that they, they did a good job i think Sharch, i think you're right Sharch kind of sitting in the middle of that zone helped they started to sit giddy kind of in the middle of the zone too yep he is perfectly made for that. Yes. And Lindy Waters, I think it was, hit uh, a really huge three. Lindy in the midst was great. Of that, Lindy was great. It was a little tight. Um, His offensive yeah, Wiggins rebounding is fantastic. Was good. Yeah. Yeah, Wiggs, yeah, man. Wiggins is fantastic, man. <laughs> Wiggs, I mean, he, twenty eight in 28 minutes, he really brought it on both ends tonight. And just his scoring, his cutting, just his activity on offense, you know, he's not a guy that is stagnant that's just going to sit there and wait for the ball. And yeah, he was, he was great. It was really good. good how, so how nervous are you guys? For Terrified. So here's the deal. This is, this is what Thunder fans need to realize. Friday night, <clears throat> 7 PM, the Memphis Grizzlies play the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Grizzlies pay the buck, play the Bucks. If the Grizzlies win that game, which the Bucs just locked up the number one, I think they're the number one seed in the NBA guaranteed. Yep. So if I was them, I would sit Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Yep. So if the, if the Grizzlies win that game, they seal, they lock up the second seed in the West. Yep. Okay. So if they beat the Bucs tomorrow night, which is a 7 p.m. game, then there's a high likelihood that the Grizzlies don't play. I mean, JJJ, they don't play Desmond Bain. They're not going to play a lot of their guys on Sunday. Now, the Thunder still take take care of business, right? Like, they lost to the Hornets and the Pacers in the midst of this, right? So, there's this part of me that tomorrow at 7 p.m. that game happen, that game happens, and then at 7.30 is the Mavericks are hosting the Bulls, but the Bulls are already starting the process of, of you know, create because they're locked in the 10 seed in the East, and so they're not going to play anybody. So I would imagine the Mavericks are going to win. So your best bet is that Sunday game at 2.30 here in Oklahoma City against who knows what version of the Grizzlies we're going to get is it's a winner-go-home, legitimate winner-go-home game, which is, uh, which is I think will be really important for this team to kind of grow through as yeah. part of their – Win or stay home. Yeah, mm-hmm. win or stay home, yeah. That's true. Win or get on a plane and go to Mexico in three days or wherever you go. Yeah. Tahiti. So tomorrow, so no, not tomorrow, but Saturday, Saturday or tomorrow, or Grizzly fans. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, you want okay. the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Or Grizzlies and Bulls fans. Yeah, yeah, the Bulls one is the guarantee. So if the the Bulls beat the Mavericks tomorrow night, the Thunder lock the playoffs. They lock the play in yeah. because they have a they have the tiebreaker, and so Dallas and because everybody's also assuming that Dallas plays San Antonio last game of the season. So everybody's assuming that that's going to be a win for Dallas. I would assume so too, but you never know with them. And uh, anyway, so I think that you've got a lot of things on for Friday night to watch 
some if you don't have a league pass, you may want to get a one day uh, rental. Just do that little seven day league pass trial or whatever. It's probably free tomorrow or something. Should be. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I mean, how are you guys? How are you guys feeling right now about about the uh, the Thunder getting into the plan? What's your confidence level, Jay? Uh, so give me a scale like zero to ten. Zero to a hundred. Mm. I would say I'm at like a eighty percent confident. Oh, you're feeling good. Yeah, just because of what I said. Like I don't think Memphis is going to play because the other thing to happen is if the Kings. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it's tomorrow night or if it's Saturday. I think it's tomorrow night. The Kings play the Warriors. Yeah. And the Warriors have every reason to play. Like they can move from six to five. They can they can move from six to seven if things break wrong. Yeah, for Kings them. Warriors is tomorrow night too. So that's three games tomorrow night that'll impact it. So if the Kings lose tomorrow night, so that's the other thing. If the Kings lose tomorrow night and the Grizzlies lose, then the Grizzlies still lock, lock up the two up. seed. Lock it up. So so there's a couple ways that you could have a Grizzlies team that sits a majority of their players. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me at least a little bit confident about it. Um now, if it was full teams versus each other, like I would just be, oh, Mavericks are going to make the play in and the Thunder are done. I feel like it's going to come down to the last, like to our last game, to where we have to win it. Like it's just going to all break that way. Yeah. And I'm pretty confident it's going to be that. I'd say that Jay doesn't need that kind of stress on Easter. Oh. By that point, though, man, I'll be done. I'll just hopefully be home to that's going to be a challenge man 2 30 on easter for me to be like hey i know we're at our friend's house doing easter lunch and easter egg hunt but so, i'm going to be in this corner stressing my mind out that's what i'm saying you don't need that you don't need that 2 30 you're still eating lunch that's a pretty deep lunch that's a deep well, it's, drink it's like a whole too. gathering <laughs> It's like a but whole that, gathering. It's not just lunch, and it's not even with my family. It's with we go to a friend's house, and the we do the meal right when we get there, which I don't get there till twelve thirty or so. What kind of meal are you having? It's all sort. Everybody's bringing something, so it's hot luck. And, Ugh. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's good. It's really good food, Luke. No, uh, doesn't sound like it. Yeah. So it's what are you bringing? What are you bringing? What are you bringing? Okay, God, man. What do you bring? Like Badger today. What do you bring for this? <laughs> what do you bring? Um, so we are bringing desserts. So we're bringing a pecan pie, and I'm going tomorrow morning to Costco to get one of those peanut butter pies that are all the rage. Are they all the, the rage? They're all it the sounds, rage. Wow, uh, you've not sold me on this lunch. And then, like the the guy who hosts normally smokes like pulled pork and does some different oh, kind of meats and then BBQ, little bars BBQ, big BBQ, little BBQ, right. and anyway, so it'll be fun. But anyway, so what happens is we just hang out, man. Especially it's supposed to be beautiful on Sunday, so we just hang out. The kids do a big old Easter egg hunt, and all of that's going to be going on. And I'm going to be in my car listening to Matt Pinto scream at me. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, Pinto so. is going to be super sassy during that one, if especially if they're playing for something. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies recently lost to the Pelicans in overtime. This was that was Wednesday night, and they so. blew it. If they wouldn't have blown that game, then this would be it. Would I know? Be pretty I know. guaranteed that Memphis was going to sit. Yeah, there's no jaw in that game, and man, Triple J had forty. Nine and three, four blocks. He was a beast. Um, anything else from this this game tonight 
that stuck out to you with the way that the Thunder played? I mean, essentially they were running a nine-man rotation that included the starters with Wiggins and Joe and Waters and Sharich. And to me, that is like a, a showing what they would do in a play-in scenario as well, which is not no surprise. I mean, they've been kind of playing this way for the last week or so with this kind of rotation, but no, any chance they, any chance they just bench Dort. If they just bench Dort. No, no, no chance. He's, I mean, he's hurt. He obviously, he only played 19 minutes tonight and is dealing with that shoulder thing that came from that Draymond play. Like Draymond, like yanked his shoulder down. Um, Yeah. You could tell it was bothering him, especially in that second free throw. Yeah. Yeah. That was, very Draymond of him <clears throat> to do that. I, I'm intri- I'm intrigued. I I think, honestly, I think that Wiggins was was a good fill in for for Dort tonight. Dort just didn't have it going. Um, and then against Memphis, man, like if Memphis is full strength, let's say Memphis comes in full strength, what's your confidence level that Eesh. that they can? Actually, pull it out. Zero, nothing. Zero. I'm. I'm gonna say like, um, like a thirty percent. Dude, they're just not playing well, man. Like, although they, not, they were encouraging for the first three games or first three quarters against the Warriors, but man, I don't know. It is at hard. home, and and let me well, let me also say this. Um, I I came out with a little too much confidence. And so for the sake of what's actually going to happen, I have zero confidence, even if Memphis is not playing their team, zero confidence that they're going to make the play. There's nothing <laughs> that could happen in the next, even if Chicago wins tomorrow night, zero confidence. Just what, to be clear. What has happened? What has happened? Zero. Are you, what happened? I just realized. To, are you trying not I to change real, us? Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Because, and then when you, when you voice it, it ends up, kind of working against the reverse jinx and so guys it's just i'm in a mess tonight i don't it's been a while since i've cared about this thunder team and i love these guys i want them to go and beat minnesota that's all i want i just want them to go to minnesota and beat them and make it just a miserable end to their season because if we go it's hey we're playing with house money right now whatever whatever happens yeah these games feel like playing games to a degree just because i mean when was the last time that a game like this mattered i mean you're yeah, Jay, you're like texting us in the the beginning of the day, just about how you can't believe like how stressful this game is, you know. And well, it, and especially since it should be it should be one of those games where you're like, yeah, they're gonna win this one. I'm like, no, what? come on, they're playing nobody. Yeah, but the way that it and it's all because of. I mean, I remember vividly. This is what like vividly talking about it going into that four game stretch where it was like. Clippers, Clippers, Lakers, and we're like, all right, hey, if we navigate that relatively well, then <laughs> thanks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if we navigate that relatively well, then we get to the um, that four game stretch where it's like we can put this away. We're laughing because yeah. uh, commenter oh, Grape just said, "Get Jay a coffee." It's not happening, man. I can't be yeah. drinking coffee this late. I just, I don't know what, I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, are you okay? I, I'm just trying, guys. I'm trying to do a podcast. 
Okay. I know. This but is our thing. I came in with 80% confidence. That means that if it, but it dropped to zero, on, what happened? Because if it falls apart on Sunday, there are going to be people playing this 80%. There's two things that people are going to go back to. Shay's Instagram post where he talks about the play-in uh-huh. and then me saying 80% confident. There's two reasons that they found themselves in this situation. It's Jay and Shay. That's what Jay people, and Shay. That's what people think Which is also the name no, of a, my new podcast. It's a classic Jay and Shay scenario. <laughs> Jay and Shay are starting their own podcast. Yep. It's uh but it's not Shay Gilgis Alexander. It's, it's I have a friend named Shay. She's great. She'll be a great podcast <laughs> guest. We don't even talk about basketball, actually. The Jay Shay show. Uh yeah. yeah. Uh Kelly Olenek almost had a triple double tonight. Yeah, any serviceable big just does that against the Thunder. Yeah. They had that thing, they had the thing that uh they're looking at the halftime. Points in the paint, highlighted in yellow, and they were just killing us at points in the paint. Yeah. Yeah, the points in the paint stuff is kind of shocking because hardly any teams ever do that to the Thunder. And some of it just, some of it was just defensive effort throughout the first half was just not there. Um, And especially through the first, the first quarter, you just kind of felt like, man, like are they? They're not really seizing the moment here, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And you know they they finally got it. they ended up getting it together and they won the game. They did what they were supposed to do. They had garbage time, you know. They the in the garbage time included you know, minutes for Trey Man and Sar and and Jang and J Rob and those guys. So you know they they didn't play Jang minutes at all in this one, which I thought was really interesting. And just kind of like a show of the hand a little bit from Mark that like, Hey, when these games really, really matter, like there's a few guys that we're going to turn to off the bench and the developmental minutes kind of went out the window tonight for those guys. Obviously you're playing guys. Most of them are 25 and younger. So these are all developmental minutes for those guys for like your core. But when it comes to like developing fringe players, you know that was not a uh, not a priority tonight in Utah, which is good. Like that, it, you would feel a little frustrated, I think. Well, we did they, feel a little frustrated like a week ago when they said they were still doing the developmental minutes. Yeah, I know, and and they did it, and they did it at a time that I think made a little bit more sense. If they're doing it tonight, I could see why people would be even more frustrated about it. But oh yeah, but you know they. They they wanted this one, you know, and credit to the team. Without, I mean, Shea just had a fine night, 22-7-7. Now, Shea didn't go off in this one. This was a very, very much a team effort. You know, J-Dub was not great in this one either, nine points on 10 shots. You know, Giddy, Giddy was actually great in this one, 17-8-8, three steals, two of five from three. I thought Giddy was probably the best starter he had one of my best, my favorite shots of the season against the Warriors. Yeah. A little floating hook shot through the lane was like, oh, it's he looked great pretty good this. most of that game. They just fell apart there at the fourth quarter. And, I, man, so this is this is not a conversation that's really worth even having. But when you watch Dario Sarge play tonight, who's, he's a serviceable basketball player. He knows what he's doing. He's not going to get you in trouble. The fact in that Hornets loss, he played three minutes. Yeah. Like three minutes. And that's the game where whatever his name is, Nick, Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. Nick. 
<laughs> so I went to high school. Yeah, Nick Jackson. Say, <laughs> so Luke and I know a Nick Jackson. Yeah, we know Nick, Nick Jackson. Richards. So, but Nick that was my guess. Uh, Nick yeah. Richards. Yeah. But watching that, I'm like, why couldn't Sarich? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me that he didn't get some minutes in that game. I don't know. Yeah. That's the stuff where it's like you wouldn't have to be stressed out right now if you just took the game, that game a little more seriously. The Pacers, I mean, I don't get it really, but I don't know. That's just going to be a hard one to really. They just couldn't hit shots in that game. I mean, that's just. Yeah. That just, I mean, that that game, if that game was game 33, we don't talk about it. Yeah, true. Because it was game 79 or, or game 80. Yeah, it like it feels more meaningful. But the fact of that one was they just missed a ton of shots. Yeah. I mean, there's been games like that this season that have happened that we just don't even think about or consider. It's it's crazy that. I mean, it really is crazy that the season is one game from being over or two games, maybe three. Who knows? But, you know, what I'm saying like the regular, regular season, season. Is one. Yeah, it's crazy. It just I'm like, which makes me. I don't know. It makes me bummed a little bit because I'm like, dang, now I go into this like, you know, sports desert for the next three or four months. You got the playoffs. You still you still enjoy the rest of the NBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, but not as much. I mean, it's just been really fun watching this team. And, but been. the good part about that is it does make it like as this season comes to a conclusion is it makes it that next season's just on the horizon, which that's yeah. the one that's going to be. Jay, what is your confidence so level in Chet playing on Sunday? Uh, 80%. 80%. 80%. I think I think it's possible. That'd be make a wild your, one to throw him out in. Make your bold prediction come true. Can you imagine being there on Easter Sunday and then Chet just emerges in <laughs> in his seven jersey? You know, that's... <laughs> that's there's a, a too, uh, heretical there. There's some precedence for that happening. maybe. Free seven. You know? Free seven. People that you think are gone coming back hey, it's happened on easter before it's a tradition unlike any <laughs> other tradition unlike any other <laughs> it is also speaking of it is master's weekend this weekend too yeah you into that no but somebody <laughs> might be there's there's um there's there's always some good um masters like parties i feel like yeah people people are one on saturday people are into that Sure. Yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fun, it's fun to fall asleep to. Yeah, it's fun to fall asleep fun to. It's the best to. thing to fall asleep to. It's, it's the best sound machine out there. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys want to answer some Twitter questions? Yeah. Are they, uh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Twitter questions. You got questions and you ask. first twitter question comes from game of thunder seven i've been on team taylor all season long thinking chet was going to play now that we have won 39 games which is kind of a i mean i just kind of want to stop there a little bit they won 39 games this year 39 
anybody who predicted them to win 39 games this season uh, in October or September was that was psycho behavior. Just I'm straight so up. mad I didn't bet on it. I told myself I was going to, and I didn't do it. Should have bet on it. Was there preseason 24? Yeah. Yeah, 23. Yeah, I was going to bet $1,000 on the over. You would have uh, been a you have been a, a billionaire from my calcu- from my calculations. And instead, I'm an idiot. Um. So his uh, question is: How many wins do you think they would have won, or how many games do you think they would have won if Chet was healthy for the full season? One, I oh, think gosh. that we I think that we overrate this a little 50? bit. Fifty six, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think that it necessarily changes the amount of games that we win. Keep talking. Go ahead. Because because, because my thought is, you know, he's new. He's still getting used to the, he's getting used to the NBA. Um, but I do think if we had one thirty nine with him, we'd be even more pumped than we are with the development of the team right now. Like we'd be like, wow, we're gonna be awesome. Yeah. But I just don't think it's like it's not like you plug ch- a rookie chat into this team and it's like we win ten more games. It I don't think it necessarily works like that. Yeah, I'm with you, L man. I think that's, I think uh, that's spot on. Oh, I mean, can we at least split the difference and say maybe I think a chat would be worth five games for this team? Mm, five, five I don't games, think five so. Games is a lot. I'll give you. I'll give you two. You think five games? So you, you so you think I mean, you think we'd be the three seed? <laughs> I mean, I think that's insane. They wouldn't be the three seed with five more games. I think. I mean, look at Sam. I mean, I think we'd be in. I think we'd be the four seed. Yeah, You've I mean, got they, me all. They would be four. They would be the four seed. That's uh, that. That's insane. You're insane, Jay. With five games, they would end the season. So they're going to end the season forty and forty-two if they beat. So they're going to be end up 45 and 30, I guess, what would that be? 37. That's good. That's not a great team in a normal year. I know, but I mean, as this year, they'd be the four seed. I think that I just don't think that necessarily wins. I just don't think it's just like you plug them in. It's like five. We get five more games. I I don't think it. Man, I don't know. So here's let me at least give you my reasoning. Number one is he is defensively the singular deficiency that this team has yeah. on the defensive end. True. But the he's, other thing... He, he's an immediate, immediately, even as a 21-year-old rookie, he is immediately one of the top five to eight shot blockers in the league. Yeah, okay? but then maybe, so maybe J-Dub doesn't... I, I know, know, I get the whole maybe J-Dub. I actually, I think y'all were talking about this on Wednesday. He also could maybe even make it to where J-Dub is even better because... The thing that Chet does offensively that we need is he's a stretch big. We've never mm-hmm. had a stretch big. Maybe Serge would be the closest one yeah. to somebody that could stretch the floor. He just didn't take enough threes. Yeah, but I'm like, Chet will be, I mean, what do you think? The top four best shooter from the perimeter on this team immediately? If it translates yeah. the way we're assuming it translates. It's a low bar, but yes. I just don't. This is what I just don't think. So, like J Dub, with this season we have, is we would probably say the second best rookie this year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we and wouldn't so be the you only think, ones that would say that. I know, but that's what that's what they are saying. Let's say that's what yes. they are saying. So yeah. you think you put Chet in? Do you think they're then two and three? I don't think so because I think when yeah. one I, one is yeah, flourishing, I, I think with the other doesn't doesn't develop as much. But I, I, that's but that's getting away from the point of the question. Like the point I, of the question is whether or not we increase by. Yeah, I don't think increase by. I, I know, but that's why I say we don't increase. I think, I think if you come if, if you come in and J Dub ends up being the sixth best or the fifth best rookie mm-hmm. in, the, in the class, and then Chet's the second best, or maybe J Dub does flourish because all of a sudden he's operating in space that he's not even getting right now. That's I the think. thing. Shea took it, Shea's at this level when you watch them play teams like the Warriors or the Lakers, and all of a sudden, if they don't go small against those teams, nobody's defending them. Like they're literally Draymond sitting in the lane waiting for Shea to attack the rim. Like I have a hot all take. All they're doing is they're just crushing in on. Ooh, hold on, Ryan. Uh, breaking news. Uh, I have a hot take. I, think, I have I think a hot the take. Offensive spacing that he would bring. We watched this team play with Muscala and, and hit a different level. We would say that Muscala would at least win you probably a game or two. What about a guy that can shoot maybe as well as Muscala, but it's going to be a better at least rim protector i think I just think that you're you playing at least assume that we're going to get five games three to i five think games. if i think if you're playing j dub and chat two rookies significant significant minutes this last season this last season that we're in right now i think it's possible we win less games wow that is a hot I, take. I think i think it's possible but also but also butterfly effect Chet comes in, takes minutes. Does Kenrich get hurt? True. Well, that's what Benelphant King asked: is how many more wins do we have if Kenrich doesn't get hurt? Yeah, that's. I mean, two more wins probably. We just can't. We just. We just gotta be happy with what we've got. You listen, can, if you listen, can if, if before the season started, and if you but before the season started, Chet is playing, and you say, "Hey, they're gonna end this season with forty wins," you would say, "Wow." This team is yeah. like on their way, and they did it without him. Yeah, and that that and also you did it in a with Shea missed time with COVID. Kenrich missed the back half of the season. They've and they've had to like really pull it together. You know, like their rim defense is essentially just Jay Will and Isaiah Joe setting. You know, taking charges. Like that's it. Like that's their that's their only rim defense. And they swarm everybody, which is great. They're really good at making up for a glaring deficiency. Yeah. But we've seen it multiple times over the course of the season where just having a big person that could rebound. I don't give a crap about him being thrown all over the court. Like I don't that doesn't matter to me. Somebody that can just get up there and extend and be as tall as Walker Kessler or be as tall as Nick Richards or be as tall as like insert guy that we've lost because they couldn't get an offensive rebound at the or a defensive rebound at the wrong time. Like yeah. that I could give you now. Here's the deal. I get it. I can give you three or four games off the top of my head that I think Chet would make an immediate impact on and probably win the game for the Thunder. At the same time, as you're right, like somebody mentioned in the chat, I don't know who it was, but like, is there a chance that more teams take the Thunder seriously if Chet's in the court? You yeah, know? it's possible. I think that the I think that is somewhat possible. I do think that's weak because I think about halfway through the season, people started realizing that the thun- you can't sleep on the thunder. 
I know a few teams did. Boston, whenever they got beat by like 150 points here in Oklahoma City, I get it. There were games where that happened and probably doesn't happen if Chet's on the floor. And this is just a fun argument because there's no way we can like, even even if we come back next year and they win 50 games, you couldn't say, well, last year they would have won five more. But it's like, I just, I watch the way this team functions and they have a Chet size hole in the middle of their roster. Yeah, like defensively, offensively, like all of it, he is the perfect I think, theoretical. I, yeah, big for this team. I think he's probably worth like anywhere from two to five, five two to five wins for them. Maybe ten, maybe fifty. Maybe they win fifty-seven. No, Who knows? yeah, two no. to five. Two to five is probably more. I think they're probably think, in the playoffs if Chet if Chet plays. Like I think they're no. probably making. Yeah, they're at like six with home court advantage. Well, six with home court advantage is not a thing. Saying four, you think you're getting to four, no. four I mean, five this year? This year is so weird. I don't know. But. It is. It is weird. Yeah. No, I think it's a good question, and we'll we're gonna find out next year. We're gonna find out how many wins he's actually worth next year. Mm-hmm. And the, and the cool thing is that you get a year of Chet being able to adapt to NBA life and to his team, and his teammates, and his coaching staff, and you know they our wonderful city our wonderful city there's a i mean it, it's pretty cool and then you also get off season of full off season of development for j-dub and for yeah. giddy and shay i mean like it's it's gonna be it's a, very, a bless there's a blessing in disguise i mean this team this team has been fun i mean i i am gonna miss watching this iteration of the team there's no doubt because next year it is and gonna somebody be different. In the chat, like multiple people brought up the fact that like we did play, and I think there is obviously a difference, but they did play. They started two rookies for over half of the season. How many games did Jay Will start this year? I mean, I can find that out, but it's it's also right now it's really fun because they're good with with still no expectations. You know, yeah. next year with Chet, they're like it or not, there are going to be expectations. Yeah, for for this team to do stuff and that you know that got to be too much for us for me when it was uh, you know Russ and then uh, last year's Russ it was way too much the yeah. expectations every watching every game was like torture. Yeah, I mean inserting Jay will to. Jay will started thirty five games this season. They started two rookies on a team that is you know fighting for the play in. Yeah, I mean, inserting a rookie big man, which Chet will still be a rookie big man. I think like we still have to be careful. Gotta <laughs> temper your expectations about not happening. That that ship has sailed, my dude. You can try all you want, but expectations are out of the roof for this team next year. Seventy. They're out of out of the out, out of, of the, the ceiling, roof. off of the roof. It's I like don't know. I think I'm, you're looking for off the charts. Sure. No, I think I think he no, he's he's right. It's out, out of the, ceiling, the roof. Off the ceiling, through the ceiling, through the ceiling. Oh, through the ceiling. That that's there a good one. Go. Uh there okay. Go. Uh at Maze Jen, who on this team right now can play for a contending playoff team? Shay. Shay. Giddy. 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 J dub. J Dort. Dort. I I mean, I would say Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe. I would say Wiggins. Wiggins? That's six. That's probably the end of the list. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is the next one I would say is probably J. Will. 
Yeah, like in limited right minutes situation. off the bench. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had a couple threes. He hit three threes tonight that were so crucial. And we said J Dub. We said J Dub. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and everybody in the chat is just screaming Kenrich, Ryan Dunleavy, Ben Elephant King. Yeah, but he's uh, not. A, I mean, he, he he's, he's got a broken hand. He can't play on those teams. Yeah. Robin Hillerby, if you can go ahead and throw that in the uh, old chat group, he says sixty-five wins next year. So, yeah, that's that's wild. That's your Robin. screenshot, buddy. That is wild, Robin. Yeesh. Um. Okay. I take. I would take the under. I would bet on the under and make a yes. kajillion dollars on it. Um. Okay. Let's see. Oh. If you uh if you're listening and you want to go greet the Thunder players at the airport, they're doing like a big Thunder airport greeting thing again. They who who are uh people. The people. What time they get in? Uh I don't know. There's a tweet out about it. I can't they tagged me in it. It's a guy who used to be a storm chaser. I can't Define remember what he does it. now, but let's see. Oh, they tagged me in it. I can't find it. I'll find it. Have you guys ever gone to the airport? Uh, I did. I did. The only time I ever went was whenever Paul George was signed here or uh-huh. was traded here. And then his everybody greeted him at the airport. Okay. Then, and I went. I want to say. Time I ever went. I saw, I saw I've never Royce been. Young, I saw Royce Young there. I don't think you could pay me to, to go and do that. I'll pay you $50 right now to go. I wouldn't do it. $100. I went. Drew Newsom is his name, Dustin Huber says. So I went to airport at 1.30 a.m., Dina. Thank you. So I went to – this was this was early Katie Russ, like 12 or 13. And I went to the airport, and, yeah, I saw Royce there too. Royce and Carrie were there. and I'll say anyway. I, I, I appreciate that people do. Devin, yeah. Devin Newsom. That's who it is. I said that. Said so Drew in the chat. Isn't that um, the governor of California? At 1 30 a.m. Gavin Newsom. 6501 Sorry. South Meridian. So if you want to go, and you're in the chat. If you want me to go, uh, Venmo me $1,000. Would you go for $1,000? <laughs> I would go for 1000 Would you go for 800 Probably, but probably not less than that. 750 no. Okay. Gotta have. A, gotta have. Gotta. No. no. Just trying to find the line for you, L man. All right. Somebody send L man eight hundred dollars so he'll go. Yeah, please, please don't do that. <laughs> to the he doesn't even want please it. Please don't. Doesn't even want it. Uh, okay. At old Celeron, is it possible to end the season tied with Dallas? Go to the play and lose in the first game and win the lottery coin toss with Dallas? Yeah, it's possible. That's probably the uh, best case scenario for the Thunder right now. Is so that, not happening. Is that they win out and Dallas wins out and they go to the play-in, losing the play-in, win the, and then win the, uh, the coin flip. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Best case scenario. I mean, I'm there for it. I mean, truly the best case scenario is you go to the play-in and you beat Minnesota and then you beat the Pelicans and then you go to the go to the playoffs. And then you're and then you're NBA champion. And you win the you, whole thing. And then you win round one, round two, round three. Champions. Wow. 
That's the best case. Hey, scenario. so if 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 the Thunder make the play in, will they play Wednesday? Uh, yeah, they play Wednesday. Yes, nine uh, nine tens play Wednesday. If if the Thunder make the play in, we have something to celebrate. We do. I, however, I I believe that this is this is being sabotaged. It's an inside job. I know. So I know because Jay Jay jinxed us. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're Jay's so fault. far away from your camera. Now, he is Jay. far away. Um, at Dylan out, Dylan out loud. Question inspired by tonight's Discord game thread. If you could combine the skills of any two current Thunder players, who would you choose? I'm going with Gideon Joe. And then he puts the little pinch hand. 
Uh, yeah, that's a good one. We used to this. We used to play this game a lot in the early days of Down to Dunk, and it was always because we had guys like Tabo and Andre Tabo Robertson. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is Anthony Morrow. This and, is a class. Yeah. yeah, this is a classic. Yeah, Anthony Morrow and Andre Robertson was like a great one. Um, yeah. What do you say, Jay? Man, that's a hard one to beat. Like Giddy with the ability to shoot 43 from the three point line is pretty, uh, pretty perfect. Yeah, that would. You, that's a. That's kind of the easy one. What if it was? Oh, what about? And I know that this, okay, just go with me on a journey real quick. Giddy and Trey Mann. I'll say this because Giddy gets to keep his, because Giddy has what Trey Mann doesn't have and is just like supreme confidence in his ability. You give Giddy Trey Mann's shooting and step back and like his like twitchy, twitchiness with the ball. Like he's an all-star next year. Yeah, the thing is, the Trey can't throw it in the ocean. But he, like, but the thing is, the, the thing is that he can. He has that ability. Like we've seen it, you know. He does have the ability. I just think his confidence wavers, and yeah. Giddy's doesn't. Yeah. So if you can keep the confidence of Giddy and just give him Trey Man's like twitch and ball handling. Andrew, can I ask you a question? Always, anytime. You interpret this. I'm going to show you in the camera. This emoji as a pinch. I guess. I mean, I don't know what else you call it. What do you call it? I, you... I interpret it as like chef's chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know what to call it. What do you call what the you... emoji? The chef's kiss. I'll call it the chef's kiss. Okay, yeah, chef's kiss. <clears throat> Not the pinch. I heard somebody call it the pinch the other day on a podcast and that's why I'm that's why I said it. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a I wouldn't say it's a pinch. What's the I, it pairs really well with the chef emoji. Chef and then the the pinch, chef yeah. kiss. You just called it the pinch. pinch. I know, but that's because we're talking about it. <laughs> but you do the chef emoji and the fingers like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got a great pair of emoji. Yeah. I have a question. I have a Twitter question. What's the what's the worst combination of players? If you're like, man, I, that would be so bad. Like, don't do that. Like, stop what you're doing. Like, if it's a lab, you're just like run into the lab and you're just like, stop what you're doing. Stop it. Ryan Dunleavy says Poku and Dort. <laughs> that would just Poku's be. Gonna be ha- Poku's going to be half of this. Yeah, Poku and Dort is a good one. Dort and anyone. Man, everybody get your Dort hate out of here. Get your Dort hate out of here. Um. I feel like uh, Jay Will and Jeremiah Robinson Earl would just be like such a waste. <laughs> that might be the worst one because it's just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> stop. Stop the experiment. No. Don't do this. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oose and Trey Man. No, stop. No, I would do that. I would do that. That would be great. Haters. Jay, what are you eating? Yeah, what are you eating? Cheese stick. Cheese, cheese stick. stick. Wow. What's, what's the flavor? What's the flavor? What's the what type do you mean of flavor? cheese? What's the type of cheese? It's a good one. It's a seriously sharp white cheddar. Oh. Wow. There you go. I, I prefer a, a, a pepper jack. A pepper jack. Uh, or PPJ. At Evans Tanya 86, what areas do you hmm. think we most need to address in the offseason? Shooting, 
or size in the power forward position? Health of chat. <laughs> that is mine. That's a good one. It's number one. He doesn't one. even add two games, man. What are you talking about? For next year, for next year, for this year, maybe he did. I improve think he it. Games. Improve for it. Next year, improve I your health, he'll be good. chat. He's got to get healthy. Jay? Yeah, I, that is it. I was really intrigued by you and Alex's conversation on Wednesday about the uh, who you kind of like in the draft. Because mm. I do think there's a draw for me for a Jairus Walker kind of guy. I know you don't trust a shot, but just that kind of physical, defensive, power forward guy. Like, I don't know. There's something about that that is intriguing to me. And then at the same time, like, I also totally bought the other side of it when you had, you know, Grady Dick or whoever else it was that was, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of more of a pure shooter. Uh, I do, I do wonder. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins. Whether or not. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins. I wonder if <sighs> there's part of me that thinks. If I was Sam, I would be interested in a backup big on the market somewhere, whether it's a, you know, kind of like the Nerlens Noel edition or, or if you wanted to utilize, you know, some future seconds. Bring Mike to, back. Maybe, maybe. Or if you want to utilize some future seconds to, to move up in the draft, if there's somebody that's a bigger body, because I do think that, like, I know we're overlooking it in some sense, because we don't want to talk about it, but Chet is going to have physical problems with some guys and and some guys, everybody does, but it's like to have somebody you can throw out there for 10 or 15 minutes a game that doesn't mind a little bit of a, you know, getting abused would be a big deal. You know? (laughs) Hey, okay. Let's go through it. Let's go through the list of backup, big free agents. Uh, Alex Len. No. Mike Muscala. Yes. Andre Drummond. Don't say no. yes. Um, Robin Lopez. Yes. <laughs> Without question, yes. He's 35. I don't care Goodness about him gracious. as a player. Uh, Bismack Biombo. I mean, no. No, he stinks. Uh, 37-year-old Taj Gibson. Come on down. Come on back. No. Um, I mean, he is, but not really. Uh, what about Damian Jones? We just saw him play. No. Uh, Thomas Bryant, free agent from the Nuggets. In Drew, uh, Drew no. Eubanks from the Blazers. No. Mo Wagner. No. I gotta be in on Mo Wagner. Actually, no, th- this isn't a very fun game. <laughs> Chumazi Matu. I think that's the point. Yeah, I know. Jacques Landell? <laughs> are there not other centers that are going to be free agents this year? I'm listing them for you. Gorgie Jang? No. You want some more Jangs? Somebody, somebody said Nas Reed. Nas Reed's going to get paid, guys. A balding Cody Zeller? God, I didn't know he was still in the NBA until I saw him getting legit minutes for the Heat. Yeah, he gets like big minutes for the Heat and has got such a bald head. It's, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are that's those are the guys that we're talking about. Big bodies. Yeah, excited, pumped up. No, or do you think they're just going to play the <laughs> guys that we have that are on the roster already? Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless they do get Mike back, but I do think. They've had a ton of success 
just playing small. Yeah. Put Kenrich at the five or, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. I think you get Paul Reed. I'd do that. He's at the Sixers, right? Yeah. Give me Paul And Doc Rivers hates him for some reason. Yeah, doesn't play him. I would do that. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The thing that's going to improve this team the most is that everybody's going to be a year older. Right. So if you're looking for like, what what can the Thunder do to com- to improve? The thing that's going to improve them more than anything they can do on the free agent market and possibly in the draft, you know, you never know. I mean, you get J-Dub at 12 and that improves your team dramatically and improves like the outlook of your team dramatically. But the thing that's going to improve this team the most outside of getting some blue chipper in like the, you know, late lottery is age of the team. Do you, so let me ask this question, going kind of back to what we were just talking about, because I totally agree. You're like, you're right on, you know, one more year with Giddy third year as a pro you've got like the fact that Jadab is so incredible yeah. and he's hadn't even done that one to two year leap, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, he's only like his skill set, his ability, his attitude. Like, I don't know. There's just part of it that really is. The sky is genuinely feels like the limit <laughs> for him. Yeah. Um, but would you play, would you play J will and Chet together? Ugh, they probably will, but I'm out on that. Yeah. I think that I think, I think, I, I think they'll do it, but it's I think not it's spot minutes. I don't think they would do it a ton, but I think they have complementary skill sets that yeah, probably yeah, yeah. work decent for they can share the short court. stretches. They can share the court fine, especially since Jay Will is willing to shoot threes. You know, they can share <laughs> the court. They can shoot they can share the court together. It's not it's not what that's not what I'd be excited about, but you know. I think everybody wants them to play a big body next to Chet. I'm not super duper convinced that that's going to be the case. No, I, and I'll be real. Like Giddy and Dort. I mean, I mean, that's like your big just dude. forecast your starting lineup for next year for me, Jay, real quick. My ideal one. Whatever you want it to be, I don't care. Just like so, the real one. The real one's going to be Shea, Shea, Dort, J Dub, Giddy. And chat. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. I think that's what it will be. Would Jay, is that your Jay dream Lockton one? Junior. Would you would you no. change anything if you could? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows what I would want to do with that lineup. I would love to sub Wiggins for Dort or Isaiah Joe for Dort. It's your dream, man. Dream it. It's your dream. dream that's it. what I would do. Because you're right. And I think it's Who's your point of attack defender, though. In that case. I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. No one cares about defense when you're talking about dream lineups. Well, but also <laughs> on top of that, it's like how important is a point of attack defender? Like, can that not be something that you utilize like Dude, a specialist in other ways? It is outrageously important in today's NBA. But I understand that. But the way this team defends is is their team defense. And Wiggins, how what's the drop off between Dort and Wiggins in that same pretty big? Yeah. From a ninety-five to a seventy-five? Yeah, uh, I'd say uh, I'd say because uh, you're not, immediately going back to the old Thunder ways where it's like, so who's your shooters? Are you hoping J-Dub turns into a 40 percent shooter? I think there's a chance. Yeah. Can Giddy get 35? Maybe. Yeah. But 
it's like, dude, you watched it. And this is what in that Warriors game, man, when the Warriors put the clamps down and said, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us in the three point line. The Thunder just wilted. I know. Yeah. I would agree that they need to add shooting. We always need to add shooting. That's why I think. I mean, did did you watch any of the tournament, Jay? Did you watch Jordan Hawkins at all? Who does he even play for? UConn, champion. champion. No, I didn't watch. No, I watched more of the women's game than I did the. The men's. women's game was pretty sick. Yeah, um, you see any? Yes, it was incredible. The the Thunder should draft Caitlin Clark, please. Okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. She's amazing. Hawkins is really interesting, and McKellie and I did a. Uh, Dream Team draft show on him was that yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. Um, we talked for like half an hour just about him and his fit, but he's interesting. Like he is an absolute maniac. Like he runs around screens like crazy until he finds an opening, and then ball hits his hands, and it's just like cash. Yeah, I'll watch some of them. That's man, I. It's the college game is just too hard for me, man. Hawkins is a little different. Okay. With regards to like the def- I worry about the defense. McKelly is less worried about the defense. Um where's he where's he like where where in the draft do you think he's gonna go? He'll be in the range where the Thunder will be for sure. Ooh. Faux show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's to me he's he's pretty interesting. I just don't know if they'll take him because he's not like a guy that can do a whole lot with the ball in his hands. So yeah, I mean, we, have, we have a lot of people that that we have our ball handlers. Like that's what I am intrigued by. I think that. that I think that Alex mentioned that in the podcast on Wednesday, and I see both sides of this. But I'm like, I do wonder whether or not is how important is that in every single draft as you go forward, where it's like, man, you do have a ton of guys that could do a lot with ball. Can this be a place where you find somebody else, you know, or can I think you do it's pre- something I think else it's pretty important. Still, huh? I think it's pretty important. Yeah, especially when you're drafting in the lottery. You know, maybe if you're Sam, you get a little bit too cocky because you found Isaiah Joe off the scrap heap, you know? Yeah. He's, he's really feeling himself. It's going to be a heat check. I can get one of those guys. They're just, they're just out there. Yeah, but you know he's going to. Snag them. He's drafting repair, man. Just book it. Uh, Repair is definitely on the list. He's definitely on the list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of time between now and the draft, and a lot of things change and shift between now and then. But it's it's a very they're in a very interesting position because they don't necessarily need they don't necessarily like have like these massive needs like they have check coming here we still have to figure like they really still have to figure out what they've got with this team next year you know and having that's the thing is like that people talk about and seth partner wrote a piece he's been writing this these uh tears pieces and one of them included just talking about how valuable guys that can create with the ball in their hands whether that be passing or shot making or whatever it is and a lot of it is like the passing element and how valuable that is in the nba today like that is probably the most valuable type of player and like sam zeroed in on that so early you know with this team and it's like it's finding those guys so i just think i thought that was pretty interesting um 
reading that piece. You can go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk and read that piece. I think the deal is like a dollar a month for six months or something like that. Just go check we it out. We didn't say at the beginning, but I didn't have it to read. That's okay. I said it now. There was a there was an article about Thunder on the Ringer, but it was way too long. I had too much work to do. Yeah, no, nothing you haven't heard on this podcast. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, that's, that's hell yeah, brother. <laughs> One stop shop. L man, how's WrestleMania? Uh, WrestleMania was the first night perfect. Yeah, ten out of ten, awesome. Second night. Five out of ten, maybe six out of ten. Not as good. That's bad. Um, six out of ten, you feel kind of kind of bad. Uh, six out of ten. Six out of ten. First night, awesome. Second night, meh. And then Raw after WrestleMania, which is Monday, was excuse my language, dog shit. <laughs> it was like a one out of ten. It was horrible. Oh no. Vince was back. Eh. Oh, gross. Uh, oh, here's a good question. The big salami. If you could undo Chet's salami? <laughs> the big salami? No. The big, the big salami. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reading it correctly. You guys can be quiet. Um, <laughs> if you could undo Chet's injury, but Josh Giddy becomes bald for a life, would you do it? No. Yeah, I don't no. care about Josh Giddy. No. No, I care. I do care too. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, if he was out there looking like <laughs> Professor Xavier <laughs> for the wheelchair, I am not in. I'm not in on that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm with Luke. You've been outvoted. Flow. I need that flow. It may. It, it's a. It's a pretty big part of what the Thunder do. The better question is whether or not he would. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really <laughs> good Josh one. Josh would be like, nope. Hey, Josh, no. If, <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Uh, at Thunder Supply, is play-in experience overrated? It's just one game, potentially. I think it's not whether or not it's overrated or underrated. The thing is, is at this point, like, is it what's more important for this team? Yeah. One game away from the play-in. You know, it's like going from, you know, 14 to 10 or 12 to, you know, 10. Is that something that's worth it versus, you know, if they if they didn't feel like it mattered, they should have just sat everybody in the last week and a half. They'd have been out of it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had that they had something that said, we want, we want to get in the play in. Yeah. Like, I think it matters. This. Yeah. Definitely I think matters. it matters. I think it matters just, just to get, just to get this team like, you know, invested. Just feel like then this is what it's going to look like next year. This is what it's going to look like the years from yeah. now. Like, this is a taste of what you're like going to have. Yeah, like, that's good. I mean, this these last few games have been a like a real test for the team. And I know that yep. the Jazz played nobody tonight, but it was still just like a test of like the execution and like the fortitude of the team. You know, like, yeah. do like what do they have? Because like the Jazz are playing loose, they're playing free. Like they have nothing to play for. Some of these guys have contracts to play for. Some of them have their NBA lives to play for. Like the truth is, like the Thunder have so much more talent, and like they should have garbage time in that game. They ended up like eking out some garbage time, which is good. 
You don't want that game to come down to the wire. Um, and so it really just comes down to that. Can you get these guys more and more experience? Because like the more they experience these types of games, like the better they can be together. Everybody wants to talk about continuity and all of that. Well, continuity means jack crap unless you're playing games that mean something. Yeah. I mean, I thought it like the the last time we were in the uh, playoffs with uh, Chris Paul. I mean, I feel like that like yeah helped the team and the, like the youngest on the team so much, and that mm-hmm. was just one playoff series. Yeah. So you know, it's I, I just think you know it's it helps a lot. Yeah, and it, it just helps the, the team. Think, uh, yeah, I think there's another thing of like culture you know, success, winning, like all of those things really matter mm-hmm. as far as what you're looking at. Not to mention, you know, this team has lost a lot in the last couple of years. It's been short. Like I, we've all talked about that. It's been a short rebuild, but yeah. to give those guys a little bit of love, you know, and at, at the same time is there's just always when these games, the elements, and, and I do wonder, like talking about not only how it benefits the team, but I wonder if getting into the play-in could increase the fan engagement with the team heading into the summer into next year like that. Oh, would definitely. Deal too. Yeah. You wish oh, they, definitely you wish they would get a home playing game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also I, I do think that it's important for even if it isn't a home game that they, if they do get in the play in that it's like a signal to everybody. Cause I think some people that are still like casual fans or people that aren't connecting with the team, like I'll still get questions from people that aren't super involved that like, or I'm at church or wherever. And they just say like, so the Thunder still want to lose. Are we still trying to lose? Is that still what we're doing? You know? And I still get those questions and it's like, like, no, like definitely not, you know? And, and even like three weeks ago, like that was a question, you know, that I think people that are plugged in would say, like, is this, like, where where are we? What are we doing? You know, and, and, like, the truth is, like, that that time is over, and it has been over all season, but there were still points in the season where you could kind of question that yeah. and kind of wonder. And I think making the play-in would kind of signal to the fan base, like, hey, everybody, like, we're back. Yeah, I think so, too. You know. So, yeah. Uh, a couple more questions. But Elephant King wants to know where Taylor and Luke contacted about doing the Mario Brothers movie soundtrack. Uh, no. However, I'd make a great Waluigi. Yeah, this is true. Uh, I will say I did see the Mario movie. The soundtrack is spectacular. You're listening to it. it, it uh, they did. Who is your really favorite good. character? Really good. Uh, that's a good question. Who was No character? spoilers. Luigi. I liked Luigi. Love Luigi. Yeah. Uh, Evan ETM wants to know, what's y'all's favorite sport outside of basketball? Olympics. <laughs> Olympics is a sport. We there know. is it's a been winner. A bit for, been a bit for, for my a entire life. For it a, is true. There is a, a bit on this podcast for a decade, but yes. Uh-huh. It's I'm, true. I'm unwilling to argue it. I mean, mine's football. I also very much like swimming. Yeah, mine is probably football as well. 
but it's like a very distant second. Mine's man, it's not crazy. football. Growing up, I was, I mean, football, like ninety times more fanatical. Fanatic, anyway. But now it's way more basketball. Like I watch, I watch some NFL. Not huge in NFL when I watch OU football, but beyond that, it's it's. I would watch multiple NBA games before I'd watch uh, professional NFL. wrestling. That's my other one. What obscure <laughs> sport? Not obscure, but what like out of the mainstream sports? Like, are there any of them that you're more interested in than, than others? No. Tennis, golf. No. I'll watch. I'll watch if you like if it's. I'll watch gymnastics. It's impressive. I, I love bet. some good. I love some good soccer or football. I basically just. Football. I basically just watch hoops and. I'll watch the Super Bowl, and I'll watch OSU football. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I love watching OSU football because I hate myself. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good way to just feel pain. Your, yeah. Feel pain. pain just like ground year. yourself a little bit. If you're feeling really confident. Like just go root for the pokes for a little bit. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, this I next year's our year, though. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, this it's is not be, except this next year. It's gonna be our year. That really kind of leads us into our last question. This is Ari Miff and Ari Peeved. Miff, 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 Miff and Peeved. I'm Miff and Peeved. Listen about Mario. No, 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 not about Mario. No, no, no. Freaking Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> not enough Yoshi. Um, <laughs> so I live right by a pond, and the the pond brings geese to to our neighborhood and to my yard. And really up until this spring, the geese have stayed out of like our fence, but they've mm-hmm. started to like hang out inside of our fence. You probably think to yourself, "What's wrong with that?" They're just pooping. crapping They're everywhere. Pooping everywhere. They poop geese, so much. Geese be pooping. They be pooping everywhere. And here's the thing: there's there's not any other scenario in my life where I look more like a psycho when I'm chasing geese out of my yard. Oh yeah, I look like an absolute psychopath. Yeah, that's some psycho behavior. I will. I have sprint toward them, just waving my arms, making just all sorts of horrific noises to get them to go away. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty miffed every time that I see a goose in my yard. You need um, a scarecrow. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm getting. I got my mower fixed on Friday, and I'm starting to mow again. I think that'll that'll get them. You know. But I don't think so. Anyways, I don't think that. I don't think so. They, they, uh, we had geese, geese be pooping all, all the time. Yeah. Does a scarecrow work? I would imagine. I don't know. Or like one of those things that like the owls with the fake head that like turns around, you know, so they think there's an owl right there. Yeah. Are geese think freaked out by owls? Probably it's a predator. Are they predators of geese? I don't know. <laughs> Send me your geese solutions, people. I don't really have. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of geese solutions. We, me and my, um, me and my brother, we used to have geese. My parents were like, "You guys need to scare off these geese because they're pooping everywhere." Because we used to have in their old house, they had a huge backyard. Yeah. And my brother had airsoft guns. Yeah. Would he shoot them? 
we'd like sneak, we'd like crawl up and try to get them. I mean, they'd hear it and they'd fly off. <laughs> yeah, uh, it feels borderline psycho behavior, Luke. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was like 19 years old. And it was awesome. Yeah. Hey, I just want to make sure people are in the chat talking about Luca and Kyrie being doubtful. Like the official NBA injury report lists Luca and Kyrie as probable. So probable. just. So they're what both. Is, if you're for sure playing, what are you listed as? Nothing. You're not listed. But so they're at least listed. And that's how you said happens. Is you're listed as probable. And then you're listed as maybe. And then you're listed as something else. Could be. Could is be. Is it that? Could be. I mean, it. This. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not willing to to put myself out there on this one. Uh. Like, but Caruso, DeRozan and Levine are all questionable. What, how would you rate the Kyrie Irving ex, uh, experiment in Dallas? How would I rate success? it? Success. Uh, you know, not Kyrie's fault. Certainly. I think this is like definitely a Mavs management problem. Yeah. You know, Kyrie's guess actually, what? Kyrie's actually been like pretty good for them. <laughs> no one I wants am, to. No one wants to hear that. But he's been pretty good. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. So ESP. So ESPN lists them as doubtful. ESPN goes mm. through the injury reports. I mean, just remember, like ESPN had Chet listed as doubtful yeah. recently. So ESPN yeah. gets gets all of their injury listings from a different website that they just have basically that whatever I don't know how they do it but whenever that website changes it they change it um and they've said they can't even control it hmm. from what i understand it's weird anyways yeah i'm miffed about geese i hate geese you guys got, that's a good myth you guys you guys miffed about anything I'm not really miffed. It's good. I was miffed about the freaking wind. Oh, bro. Actually, I am miffed about something. Once Jay talks about once Jay talks about wind. You've been Go, get, oh, did you get blown, Jay? No. So it Friday was awful. Yeah. So Friday, if you're not from Oklahoma City, yeah, it, it was, was crazy. We had this like 65, 65 mile an hour like gusting winds that knocked over power lines. We lost power at the house. The big fire that was at Hefner and Kelly is like a mile and a half. Oh, south, it's right by your house. Yeah. Like a mile and a half south of my grandmother. And I'm like, so she's 98. I had to like load her up and get her out of there. And oh man, I was so afraid. All because of stupid wind. And then the next day, still windy. Then the day after that, still windy, and then finally it all calmed down. But man, I'm so exhausted by the weather in this stupid state. Yeah, every every uh, every about four or five days, I get the uh, the talk from my wife. My wife, my wife, about how she just wants to move and just get like, out. Why of do here. we live here? Yeah, she's <laughs> she's like, like, what do we, we live here? What are we doing? There's always so a day like this time of year where it's like, oh, just, everything's on fire. Yeah, it's scary. That was last week. Friday was terrifying. Did you guys feel the earthquake last night? No. Was, the earth was quaking. I woke I up in the middle of the night. I did not feel it. I woke No, but I woke in the middle of the night quaking. Did not I feel could it. feel it. <clears throat> it woke me up. Um, 
I'm miffed and peeved. I played a dumb game on my Nintendo Switch that is dumb. What's it called? But I do like it, and I and I play it a lot. It's called Pokemon Cafe Remix. Hmm. It's like Candy Crush, but with Pokemon, oh, right? Okay, okay, okay. And I found... Is this uh, akin to like Wario Woods? A l- similar, similar, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe a Yoshi's Cookie. Yeah, Yoshi's um, cookie. Yeah. Similar, but there's Pokemon, and you have to you, you have to do like a Candy Crush level to make them little sweet treats. Mm-hmm. So I have a group that I'm in, and um, that I found that it's like because they're team events that you have to do. And I woke up last week, and I logged on. I log on every day to play a little bit, and I got kicked off my team because I wasn't pulling my weight. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I took con- and contact the person. It's like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to pull my weight in the next one. So I have to like, <laughs> like actually stay up and like, oh, late no. to pull my weight. Wow. Yeah. That is, uh, that's a little embarrassing, huh? Yeah. Wow. So I was miffed. I was so mad. I was like, God. And I was just mad at myself. I was like, God, I'm such a bad Pokemon teammate. <laughs> I need to make more sweet treats for my Pokemon. Sweet treats. Uh, hey, Joe Masato tweeted after halftime that Sam Presti stood outside the Thunder's locker room at halftime and encouraged each player as they came out for the second half. And then our friends at Boomtown Hoops, shout out to Boomtown Hoops, uh, quote tweeted the tweet with a picture of Ted Lasso. You guys watch Ted Lasso? You guys seen the, the most recent season? No, I, I have never seen the I've, most recent episode, but I have seen the most recent season. So. Okay, I've I've never seen an episode, sadly. Oh, it's very good. It's I don't have Apple. I don't have Apple TV. It's spectacular. Yeah, I'll send you my login. It's hard for um, you. It's seven dollars. Yeah, <laughs> hey man, that's that's too. You beers. could just wait until the whole season's out, and then you could just pay seven dollars and binge all of it. Yeah, you I should. That's what you should do. Uh, that's that's my advice. Uh, anyways, there's and then he so Boomtown Hoops quote tweeted it with a picture of Ted Lasso and the owner of his team kind of standing there. And there's I won't I won't spoil it. Anyways, J Dub replies to the tweet and says that's not new, lol. So apparently, oh, like it's been happening for a while. Apparently, Sam Presti just stands outside the locker room encouraging all the players as they walk <clears throat> out. So I I think. J Dub is the perfect amount of online. He's great, man. He's, he's good. He's he's great. He's uh, he's he was great to my kids the other day. It was a, it was just he's just every time you have any interaction with him, it's just a great experience. I think we're about. I think once like the like people start catching on the thunder good again and start coming back to games. Yeah, I think this. I think this time next year, J Dub fan favorite. I think. I think I agree. I think yeah. I agree. He's got the I personality think he, for it. Also, I yeah. have a picture. I, I will forever have a picture of him holding a box of Cracklin' O'Bran and just cheesing. That's right. So that's pretty good. Uh, all right. You guys got anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Nope. Nope. All right. Thanks so much for listening Ready to our show. Ready for Sunday. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. Good luck finding the eggs. <laughs> Hope you'll find out a good eggs. Hey, Monday, we will know. Michaela and I will know what's going to happen. We'll either be breaking down a playing game for you, or we'll be... Or just breaking down in tears. Or just breaking down in tears, Monday. So tune in for that. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.